my childhood was like Florida. There was a lot of rigged elections. <laughs> <laughs> Down with Bush. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love you, Bush. Love you, man. <laughs> yeah, George W. Bush, former president of the United States. If you're listening, Corby loves you. And don't ever believe do. anything else about that. Please, can I get a pick with you? <laughs> he's our most, he's our number one fan. Mm-hmm. He's he now, will. he's not going to be our number one fan anymore, Corby. Why do you have to antagonize? <gasps> podcast honest talk about young adulthood the messy the marvelous and as always the mildly awkward i am your co-host corby and i often cry myself to sleep i'm your other co-host maddie and my first word was bread and this is your sound producer chris and i have never left my childhood that was so not planned but it worked (laughs) today we're talking about childhood with our sound producer chris who's on the hot seat today because he's not sound producing right this very second. Data. <laughs> How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing all right. I'm a little afraid to be in the hot seat because I know what <laughs> yeah. has happened with other people in this very seat. So. What? Uh, do you? Do you? Okay, so we're talking about childhood. How old are you right now, Chris? I am 26. Oh, that's very, very old. Do, do you think you, you can remember, remember your childhood? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Burn. old. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I think I could remember some key parts of that. What is your earliest memory? My early, this is so sad. This is the saddest memory. You okay. don't want this on the podcast. Oh, no. My yeah. earliest memory is of my dog, my childhood dog being like driven down the driveway and I could see, um, Nicomas, oh, Nicomas, um, in the back window of the car, like going to get down oh, oh my gosh yeah. isn't that like the ending of marley and me yeah getting... pretty much holy crap spoiler <laughs> <laughs> it's not that old it's I the like. end of like every dog movie ever though. that is true except homeward bound true and the best dog air movie of all and air bud a classic <laughs> piece of response film I really? okay we talk about dog movies and your go-to is air bud wait 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 air bud i literally cannot name another dog besides 100 homer bound i don't know what that is oh my homer, gosh oh my god you have to watch it's the best bound. movie of all time okay it's just play hilarious. it now just play <laughs> <laughs> this has become a homer bound fan cast this is what we're doing so speaking of air bud i saw a poster the other day that someone had made and it it was a mix of two movies oh, no. and it was titled air will be blood <laughs> <laughs> is it like I drink your dog friendly milkshake <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what it was but it was like the picture it was like Air Bud on this like DVD case for There Will Be Blood oh my like, gosh that's so good <laughs> quick check for the audience do DVDs still exist they is did in our childhood Segway. <laughs> what is your earliest childhood memory Corby I like I am so bad at that I have no idea did you block out your whole childhood yes and really? I'm still, okay, I need think? to do some intensive therapy <laughs> to figure out if there's be. something We're there. doing hypnotherapy right, right now. No, that's one question. <laughs> 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 I, I honestly cannot remember my 
earliest childhood, but I'm going to see it because I just, like, I'm hoping my mom's listening to this because I talk about it all the time. I think it's so funny. So I was such a good kid. Like, I was the kid. My mom loved me. Uh And this one day, our dining room connected to our living room through the kitchen. So you could see, if you were sitting in the dining room, you could see. Yeah, just for that one day. (laughs) And my, I'm pretty sure my sisters, because I would not have done this. Like, my little baby mind would not have done this. So they had dared me to, like, flip off my mom. (laughs) And I was, I want to say, like, four or five. I don't know. But I went to the living room. She was sitting in the dining room. And I could see her through the kitchen. And she was sitting there. And I just go, Mom. And then I flip her the bird. (laughs) And... It was like, I thought it was so funny. And then the second I like had my finger up and she looked at me, I was like, <gasps> and I darted up the stairs. Like, I remember I was screaming. <laughs> I was so scared. Your poor mom was just looking at this angelic little four year old. Finger to the just... sky. <laughs> But I know that's not my earliest memory. Did you get in trouble for that? Or was she just like, I'm pretty this is sure. so ridiculous? I'm pretty sure. But Did I your sisters get in trouble? No, they, no. Oh my gosh. Okay, because when we put our younger siblings, I have a, I am one of four, so like we did a lot of shenanigans with our younger siblings, and the ringleader has always got in trouble. Our parents were very no. tuned into who is the, the brains of I the think, operation, I think my which mom was equally, like me. I think my mom equally went after <laughs> who it was. But That's the funniest I don't image. remember like what happened as a punishment, but I do remember that moment and my and this probably never even happened. Like that's what the weird thing about childhood is, is like that never happened, Corby. Like you said mom and then you giggled and ran away. <laughs> I'm like, no, I flipped you the bird. <laughs> like, F you <laughs> I mean like a little four year old trying to hold up their middle finger probably did not have the same gravity. See, that's the thing too. I, I was probably like fifteen. <laughs> I just don't remember. I don't Whoa, like, this story just... changes a lot. <laughs> well when you put it like that, guys, it's not as cute. This has been ruining Corby's childhood. <laughs> They're like, actually, Hey Arnold was a woman the whole time. You're like, what? what? Like, like I don't know who Hey Arnold is. No, it's like a... I'm so sorry. Wait, is it what Hey Arnold is? No. What? Is the person's name Hey Arnold? It's a cartoon show called Hey Arnold. Okay. Arnold! <laughs> Arnold! I think I know of it. Does he have like a triangular head or something? Yeah, he's a football Football head. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen that. For, for listeners... I am not trying to be a hipster. I was homeschooled. I missed out on a lot of pop culture from the 90s. Okay, so there's some like quintessential American-ish things that children do that we're very qualified to say because we're a bunch of millennials with no... McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's, yes, really. Um, did you ever, when you were a kid, go to the zoo? Yes. What was your favorite animal? Um, I was always really big on a few different animals. Uh, wolves were huge. Otters. Otters were always cute. That's so cute. Otters. Um, and one time, this was when I was like a little bit older, I was still a kid though, and we were going with my neighbors to the Como Zoo, and they had some lions, and <clears throat> we were like walking past the cage, and they were like definitely humping. <laughs> and, but like little neighbor turns to me and goes, look, they're wrestling. <laughs> we're like, yeah, that's what it is. So like, were you old enough at this point to know that yeah. like, they're not wrestling, yeah. but... No, yes. I think I was in like middle school at that point or oh, something. Yeah. But he was like a few years younger. What animal would I be? Uh, I like to, me. I like to run. Anaconda. <laughs> I like to... <laughs> Look at that anaconda run. I was honestly so caught off guard. Oh, 
okay. It's a it's a good animal though because then Nicki Minaj has a song about you, so you know. <laughs> <sighs> okay. What about Maddie? Um, what animal would I be? Be for real. Yeah. Be for real. Be for real, <laughs> Chris. I am being for real. This is me. Except me for real. Remember, yeah. she's be not. Be different for real, then. Because this isn't the right way. <laughs> this isn't you, Chris. Uh, this is an entertaining... Bear. Wait, what? Koala bear. <gasps> they're not bears. They're Martin Okay, but they're called koala bears. Okay, so when you were a kid, did you ever go to the state fair? I Yes. I remember going, and it was really warm, and I remember there <clears> being <throat> lots of bees... And it was still when I was like in a stroller, and oh wow, deep it was, cut. Yeah, and it was not enjoyable. And I don't think we really <laughs> went after that. And I don't know why, but I think there's like an age at which kids do have fun at the state fair, and it's like a really specific thing. So they're too young, then they get hot, and they get tired, and they don't want to do anything. And they're too old. They're like, I don't want to hang out with you, mom, and eat corn. I'm like, God. Right. So you gotta hit that sweet spot where they're like old enough to be functional and young enough to still think it's cool. Special thanks to Steve Higgins for composing our theme song. Find him on Facebook at Steve Higgins Music and follow him on Instagram at steve.higgins. Did you ever do dance or gymnastics? Um, in high school, I did some ballroom dancing and it was a lot of fun. And then I eventually got into playing in a salsa band and then we would play at the ballroom on like salsa nights. <gasps> fun. I love salsa dancing. It's kind of hard for me, but I have two left feet. <clears throat> Did you ever do dance or gymnastics for me? Nope. Oh. I'm just shaking my head like, can you As hear this? This is really good for an audio <laughs> medium. Um, no, I, I, I did nothing as a, well, besides sports. Mm-hmm. Like my, <laughs> my mom just wanted me to be a football player. And I'm sorry, <laughs> mom. I'm sorry. It's not too late, Corby. It's never too late. Oh, I remember taking gymnastics when I was with the little, but my parents were much bigger on music lessons and art lessons. Because they were mm-hmm. smart. Good little immigrant children, yes. But it's like, you know, here's your Suzuki violin and practice an hour a day and all of those sort of things. So, yeah. I got a kazoo once. hey Kazoo! <laughs> That pause was for the kazoo sound. Yes. Mm. Oh, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I played uh, one year of football, and I just can. I feel like I can relate to you on that, yeah. Garvey, because <laughs> I was not a good football player. I was a right guard. Oh wait, no, let me stop you there. I was a great football player. Wait, what? <laughs> you, you might have been, but I was a right guard, and I never wanted to hurt the person across from me, <laughs> so they would always plow me over and then get to our quarterback, and it was always my fault. Oh my gosh. Like, I just don't want to be confrontational. Like, this is football. <laughs> what are you going to, how else are you going to play this game? But I also thought we were the coolest team because we had black jerseys, and we didn't have cheerleaders like all of the other teams you did. You didn't have Did cheer- not have cheerleaders. Not, <laughs> you guys, and I was like, you're so cool. <laughs> Are so Just a bunch of teenage dudes. <laughs> Is there anything cooler than yeah, that? Yeah, I was in fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad I played football when I was like young and not like into my. Yeah, like, so you don't get any like gnarly school. injuries later yeah, in life. But yeah. also, it's like it's totally different as you get oh, older. It's yeah. like like yeah, like let's do it. But when I was like in second grade doing it, it was okay because I was just like I don't like it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Do you guys ever do? <laughs> Did you guys ever do like soccer during the summer mm-hmm. where everyone's really little and everyone's just wearing t-shirts and no one knows what they're doing and it's just utter chaos? Yeah. I did. Okay. So I did this sort of soccer during the summer. I did swimming in high school actually. And I also gotcha. did speech and debate in high school because 
We're at, talking we about lived... sports, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sport of the mind. Um, it's very sporting. Oh my gosh, I'm a huge nerd. Okay. the uh, We lived by a high school that uh, in Elon, Minnesota was, is that, or still is probably, you can participate in extracurricular activities at a public high school. So I did swim team for three years and I did speech and debate for a year. Mm-hmm. I, I know did. sports things. I did mock trial. That was a thing. <gasps> I did that what in law that? school. Mock trial is like, um, oh, yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. I was always Were a witness. Like... I was never like a little, little oh, attorney. Okay. So they have <laughs> high school students come in and be like the witnesses or the you know different people that you interviewed. Mm-hmm. I just imagine Chris not hitting like a growth spurt until like <laughs> late high school. So it's like him in a little suit. He's, <laughs> he's like, I'm in a dirty. Like so cute. No, I was. Can ne- you hand me the bleeps? Can you put pictures okay. on the bleeps? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that your vision of me as a high schooler? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were going younger than that. Uh, um, yes, Chris is what we call a late bloomer. <laughs> <laughs> Is no, that... you, it was serious. At our school, you had to like try out to get on the teams, and we had two teams. I know. I mean, our other producer is not here today, but she uh, did mock trial in law school and did super well. But we had like big competitions and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's intense. That is intense. I did not like. I did trial advocacy. I guess it's a little different. What was the movie that got you obsessed as a child? Like that you had, like your parents had to watch like a thousand times. Yeah. Because of you. I will start Lion King. Really? My mother used to call it my babysitter. Because (laughs) this is like a little fun fact about Corby. I was slightly narcoleptic as a child. (laughs) So I would be like playing with my action figures. I would just like fall asleep like mid playing. Like I wouldn't like lay down. I would just be like in mid play. And so the one thing that I never fell asleep to was VHS Lion King. And so she would play it. I would sit on her bed and I I could watch it like three times in a row it was like my favorite movie that is adorable cute also she calls it the babysitter because it's her way of like covering up her neglect (laughs) (laughs) called dark dark memories with corby (laughs) i i don't know i honestly don't remember mine was really weird oh sorry i thought no go ahead ahead. oh it was (laughs) it was a an old vhs i think from the 80s called workout with mommy and me and it was like a workout video for like kids and their parents to do together and it was like really like low-key stuff like stand up and do jumping jacks and then like touch your toes and stuff like that but it had like a loose storyline about someone getting an elephant and (laughs) it was like they would do workouts and like take this journey through like now we're in like the peanut butter and jelly place and like it's an exercise that went along and it was very like you know old school graphics and leg warmers and stuff and for some reason i loved it and like my sister and i would put that on all the time and like do all the exercises and stuff okay just before you go, Chris, just to kind of go off of that, <laughs> I was actually in a workout what? video. What? No. Was no. So, was it called Workout with Mommy and Me? I, because if that's it was, why I was like, honestly, I was like, was this? Like, was I in this video? Um, yeah. So me and my sister, what I believe at the time, we just thought we were like doing some workout class, and we were like, sure. But it was recorded for like the news. So there's like, because we got like a VHS or something, but. Yeah, so there's a video of baby me doing workout like aerobics on the news. Like it's the weirdest thing. That is so weird. Describe your childhood in three words. That is like Go, an do insane, it. Do it. Do it now. Um. I, You're in a countdown timer. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't name three. Can you do it in three? 
You know, I think it's weird that you're turning around this question on us. We asked you a question, and <laughs> also, honestly, it's a little rude. I was going to say, so privileged, lucky, something. White? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what three words go together, kids? So you have to like, like yeah, with, white. Like the with county yeah. fair and a golden retriever. No, that's so mean of us. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's not right. Going back quickly, what was your movie? Oh, so yeah, so we, I have two things. So one was Mr. Bill, which was like a really old, I think SNL thing. And no, maybe it was just its own thing. I don't remember. Anyway, but it was like this little doe creature and there was like Mr. Hand that would like mess with it and like smush it and stuff. And anyway, it was like the funny thing that my parents made me watch after uh, like the first 10 minutes of The Sixth Sense because the kid turns around and he has like the bloody back head, you know, and you're like, ah. And as a child, I was terrified. So there was that. Um, and then the second thing was The Longest Day, which is like an old war movie. What? That you I watched loved. it? Oh, okay. Like yeah. You liked it. Describe your childhood in three words, Maddie. Um, unconventional, international, and sheltered. Snaps. That's interesting to be like international and sheltered. It is a weird combination because for, I think, a com- combined total of two years, my parents and, well, our whole family lived in Italy, in Rome, because my dad was working there and wow. teaching. Um, yeah, so I went to, like, school in Rome, like, a local parochial school, and learned to speak Italian, and, like, made some friends, and the nuns would, like, smack you when you misbehaved and stuff. Oh. And so, like, it was weird coming from that, and then coming back to the States and being, like, you can't watch TV because that's evil or something. Not evil, but, like, you know, being sheltered from really weird, specific American things, and then being, like, go to school in Rome. So. Mm-hmm. When you said smack you, if you misbehave, all I thought of was, like, JT. Was what? Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for the oh sex podcast episode. <laughs> JT, if you're out there listening, we are number one fans. This is, this is called the JT Podcast. Love you. Uh, what was your first word? I actually don't know. No, I don't know if anyone ever your told Your parents me. didn't tell you that? I don't know. What was your first word, Corby? 420. Really? No. Oh my god. <laughs> it was probably dad. Oh. Actually, no, it was probably mom. As much as she smothered me. Was it Spider Monkey? <laughs> this is looking at you. Oh wait. Oh yeah. No. Was your what was it? Was your first word Spider Monkey? It was, and I'm just really ashamed of it. Just, your mom was like, "Okay, say mama," and you were like, "Spider Monkey." <laughs> <laughs> that would be a much better, you know, thing. That's like I don't remember. <laughs> So I'm like sorry. criticizing your actual childhood All memories right. now, you, know you guys. What? I, you, first you tell me to be real. Now you tell me to make shit up. I don't know what you want me to do. Oh, man. Oh, boy. My first word was bread. I don't know the context. My little brother's first word was no. Because when he was little, he was very, like... A very mobile child, so he kept trying to climb up on stuff, and we just have to grab me like, "No, Liam, no, no," and stuff like that. So he learned to say no before all other words. He was a very happy child, but he just liked to say no to people. <laughs> Did you have any pets growing up? Yes, we just talked about this. Like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, so after Nokomis, we got a dog named Champion. That's cute. That's like the dog in Parks and Rec. Champion, the yeah. three-legged dog. I am not abused. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Queen uh, Victoria. <laughs> yeah, and going along with the theme of whiteness, it was a golden retriever. <laughs> I don't know why I associate that so strongly, but I do. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's very, yeah, a white, well, white person's dog. Again. 
Uh, do you have any pets now? Yes. When do you estimate their death? <laughs> oh <my laughs> I like have this flashback back to my like first memory oh my ever. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have two cats, and they're probably gonna live Aww. at least another. 10 years. Okay, I have never had a cat before, so when I, whenever people say, oh, I have a cat or something, I always go, oh, what kind? And people look at me like, what are you asking that for? Is that a thing? Because um, yeah. you ask like, oh, golden retriever or like Baltipoo, and like you ask what kind of cat, and they're like, a brown you one? Have, you have to be a cat person in order to know breeds, and I am not a cat person, even <sighs> though I have two cats. I know one breed, because we specifically sought it out, and it was a Norwegian forest cat, <gasps> but our other one, I have that no idea like what to call it. What is your cat, Corby? What's, do you know what breed she is? We like to pretend she's a Maine Coon, and if you've ever seen those online, they're huge, but she's not that big. So she's she's just like a, a long-haired, but she's so cute. She's like a mini Maine Coon, because she does have the mane, yeah, but no, she's she does so have small, so she doesn't she's have very like hairy and very cute. full tiger. Look it up. Meow. Did you have pets growing up, Gorby? Yes, and so... My first pet was Cotton, the white, all-white cat we found in the trash. From the trash can, (laughs) Our trash baby, our little trash baby cat. Um, We had tons and tons of fish. We had an iguana. We had a chameleon. I used to have lots of guppies. I remember my sister murdered my first guppy. So we would, like... Wait, murder? Yeah. So in elementary school, we would go, and every year there was, like, a day where we got to build, like, a little habitat, and we got to put a guppy in it. And so you got, like, to take home your jar... And I remember we had this huge shelving thing in our dining room and my sister bumped it and the guppy <gasps> tank fell over. And I remember like I was bawling oh, no. and she, I, I mean, my sister is probably laughing cause she's <laughs> a witch, but <laughs> I remember like I was so upset cause I was like, that's my guppy and it, yeah, it died. I put it back in, the so water, sad. but it ended up dying. Oh, that that's so sad. actually reminds me of other pets that I had. Oh gosh. Like, it's a very dark part of the story. I had, I had two hamsters. Um, and one of them escaped its cage and we had this, I need to paint the scene for you, but it essentially was like this place that you couldn't get back to and there was a bookshelf there. So it was just the bookshelf against the wall. And then there was like the opening to our stairs that you would like fall down if you tried. So, um, we, it it had gone back behind the bookshelf. So we tried lifting up the bookshelf to like reach under to grab it. And the bookshelf then, like, oh, I was trying, no. I was really trying, and then it fell what? down and smushed the hamster. It didn't die, though. It didn't die. Wait, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. So, we pick up You're the like, bookshelf. we can rebuild him. We have the science. <laughs> we, we gave him adamantium claws. <laughs> um, yeah, but somehow he miraculously survived it. And then died maybe like a few months later. So I don't know if there's like, like a head drama or something. Like, like a slow bleeding wound. Oh my gosh. Or something. No, it's That's just a horrifying. hamster. Don't feel bad for it. Like it was an asshole. It never like <laughs> let us pet it or hold it or anything. Especially after the adamantium claws. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't. I did not grow up with any pets. We had a fish for a while when I was in high school, and then as soon as all of us kids moved out. My parents got two tiny white dogs, and there are the new children, basically. Like, they've accidentally called those dogs by my brother and sister's name <laughs> so many times. It's hilarious. On the subject of this, sort of, not really, who is your first childhood crush that you can remember? <laughs> um, well, no, it was like a person in my elementary school. 
Okay. Do you want to like like I say I mean, their name? <laughs> well, you don't have to say their name, but like you know, how did you know right her now. and like what it was? She was in my class and she was really cute. <laughs> um, how old were you at this time? I think this was first grade. Oh. Yeah, no, but she had those um, like. She had like the little, I don't know, they're like little colorful clips that she would put in like braids and stuff. Yeah. And that. <laughs> Wait, that's what you saw? You were like, oh yeah, girl. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those colorful clips are really doing you. it for me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it is fascinating to me even today what guys will notice about girls that they like. It's like just really specific weird things like that. But I don't know. It's really fascinating. So the colored clips in first grade. Mm-hmm. You can see that, yeah. I, I probably don't remember the first. I do remember having a crush on my first grade teacher, but... Did you ever call your teacher mom accidentally? Because I didn't do it accidentally because it was my mom. Psych! Oh, my gosh. We're moving on. <laughs> so I, the crush I do remember, I want to say I was like 12, and I cannot remember. Her name was like Jennifer or Rachel or something. And she lived next door to my grandparents' house. And so I would always go over to her house, you know, bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Just kidding. But, um, so I would always go to her house and get it, get we'd like it. hang out. So I had a crush on her. But a fun story. So I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I have a little chip in my tooth. It's like a tiny, like He's on the side. pointing at beautiful pearly white teeth. Oh my God, you're missing half your teeth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the, the picture for now. this episode was just your gold tooth. Is it next to your fang? Anyways, back to me. Uh, so I have a chip in my tooth. One day, me and my childhood crush are running around her yard, and we I guess we weren't that coordinated as like 12 year olds, and we slammed into each other. And uh, yeah, I chipped my tooth on her forehead. Oh. <gasps> That's my first love. attempt at a kiss, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kiss your forehead going Come 40 miles per hour. <laughs> Have you guys kept up with your childhood crushes at all? I I did admittedly Facebook stock my Aww. childhood crush really because it came up in a conversation. I was when? like, I wonder. Did she still wear those super fly like, haircuts? I don't know, like a few months ago or something. And I was like, I wonder like what that person's actually doing with their life. And so I like just looked her up on Facebook and there she was. I have no idea what she's doing. Oh, okay. So I have a like running story as well, like running into something story. So uh, it was one of my childhood crushes. It was my babysitter, and her name was Esther. Oh. And yeah, and she was gonna go like go off to college. I think she's like so ninety five. Oh no, this is Esther. Who's, yeah, she was like, like hey, ninety five from Romania. She's no, like, yeah. get to win. Chris is like, hey girl. She's like, get to bed now. And you're like, okay girl. I'm from Romania. I put you in bed. Sorry, that was a terrible. I don't even know what you would sound like if you're from Romania. I'm so sorry to all so our listeners insensitive. in Romania, who are also all George W. Bush fans. Um. <laughs> But there, she was having like a going away party for college or graduation party or something like that, and I was at Retirement her Retirement party. <laughs> <laughs> you see the past through rose-colored glasses, where the ninety-five-year-old that babysat you was actually going to college. Uh, That's what your anyway. parents told you. They were like, "She's actually going to like to die or something." Like, it's college. It's what old people do. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm ruining your story. I just—it's not even worth it. Sorry. No. So we were gonna leave, and I was like, I have to say goodbye to her. And someone told me she was downstairs, so I go around the outside of the house because I knew there was a porch door, 
and <laughs> the, the, the like glass part was open, but the screen wasn't. And I run smack dab into it and fall down, and like all of her like high school, college age friends just are like staring at me, laughing on the ground. And so I never said goodbye, and I just ran away. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Okay, that's very sad. I'm yeah. so sorry to hear that. It's okay. I think my childhood crush was not as okay. Since I was homeschooled, we had a homeschool group of a bunch of other families. So I had a crush on the younger brother of, well, yeah, of one of my best friends in that group, but he was my age. And that's the whole story. Best friend's younger brother. <laughs> younger brother. into them or anything, no? I actually am still really good friends with the girl. And I'm like sort of friends with her brothers and like um, he's engaged now and living in Iowa, but he's- you know. The one that got away. I think you're winning. I think you're winning in that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Something Did you just say me. Iowa? Yeah, I mean, yeah. but he is engaged. I'm not engaged. Fields of opportunity. But he's Ayo. in Iowa. Right. <laughs> All right, would you rather oh, no. crippling loneliness or <laughs> Iowa? <laughs> crippling loneliness. I've already pressed that button and that's why. <laughs> Find the Mildly Awkward podcast on iTunes. Subscribe for new episodes dropping every Monday. And leave us a rating and a review. So we're all counseling graduate students, as you know. I don't know why I'm explaining this to the two of you. To our listeners, we're all counseling graduate students. (gasps) I know, right? And last year, I think we were learning about, uh, like, um, Adler's framework of birth order and, like, what effect that has on you as a person. And so I thought it'd be interesting to talk about, even though it's a lot of it, a lot of what was originally done with birth order is like extremely debunked, but I think it's still fun to talk about in terms of our birth order. So Chris, what, what order are you? So I am, I, what I, well, for a long, okay, this is, it sounds stupid, but I was the youngest child until, um, my parents divorced and then my mom got remarried and then I became the middle child. Do half siblings count? Yes. Well, the original I mean, that story, quote unquote yeah. science said that female children didn't count, so I think we can eliminate <laughs> oh, whoever we want. In that case, want. I was still the youngest child at that point. <laughs> in that case, I am the oldest in my family. Right? Well, that's why it's actually really interesting. That's why um, you see so many statistics about so many presidents being an oldest child and saying, like, well, that must give you good leadership quality. Oldest boy in the family, very, very different. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And like nowadays, what? the whole. <laughs> Oh, firstborn son. Yeah. Nowadays, the whole birth order thing has been modified to actually include the existence of women, which I think is... Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you guys can stop complaining. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You have everything. Feminism is no longer relevant. Um, So, and it's, so it's changed a lot. So I think a lot of the original Adler stuff is like trash science because it was like, oh, you have three sisters? You're an only child because you're a boy. So yeah, my brother would be an only child because he has only sisters. Dang it. So I was then the youngest. Because I have an older brother. Okay. We're not actually ascribing to that like yeah, weird no, sexist version. Like in reality, what order were you? The youngest. Oh, okay. I was youngest as well. All right. So this <laughs> article that I found from Psychology Today says the youngest child may feel less capable and experienced and perhaps is a bit pampered by parents and even older siblings. As a result, the youngest may develop social skills that will get other people to do things for them thus contributing to their image as charming and popular. Would you say that describes you? Yes. <laughs> For the record, sir, yes. <laughs> Let the record reflect. Reflect. Oh, yes. 
Um, so wait, what what charming things do you do to get other people to do stuff for you? No, I actually don't think I am that charming. And I also don't think I get people to do things for me. Do you think you were pampered by your parents or siblings? I think that I was pampered a little bit, yeah. Because my brother always took like the heat for doing dumb things. And then I would do the same things. And they'd be like, well, we've already been through it once. And he turned out fine. Um, yeah. I avoided most like bad things as a kid. Like I was a, my mom was probably like, no, you aren't. But I was a good child. Like they would, my sisters would make fun of me because I was a good child. But yeah, so I never got in trouble because I never did anything. But I was heavily pampered by my mother. Like I will admit, yeah, Yeah, for sure. I am, I guess I'm kind of a middle child. I'm second of four. So I think that puts me in the middle-ish. It says... Uh, there's all there's the all too easy to ignore middle child who feels robbed of the prized youngest child status, and perhaps feels rejected. On the positive side, the middle child may develop particularly good social skills in order to keep from being ignored. I'm sorry, what'd you say? I didn't. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Were you talking? Screw you, youngest children. <laughs> Get out of here with that pampering Bob. <laughs> she said screw. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you feel a little rejected? Not rejected, really, I think. I definitely, I like to talk, and I definitely have that sort of personality that wants to get noticed sometimes. And you But know. is that like a reflection of being forgotten as like a younger child? I don't know. And then you like, like, this is how you compensate? I don't think I was like that forgotten. I remember I got in trouble a lot because my older sister was like the model child. And I was not. But I don't think that's because I was a middle child. We're going to play a mini game with you now, Chris, and it has gone through a few titles, but the obvious best choice is How Well Do You Know Your Millennial Crap, comma, Chris. Okay. Are you ready for the game? I'm so ready. What okay, do take I do? Okay, take it away, Corby. So I will give you three objects or uh, things. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you three names of things, and you have to tell us which one is not from the 90s. So which one So only not... one of them is not from the 90s. Correct. Okay. So the first one, the Oregon Trail, Wizbots, or Hanson? Uh, I'm going to go with Oregon Trail. No, that was a game in the 90s. Well, it was a game in the 90s, but I feel like it was before the 90s. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the correct answer Wiz is Wizbots. Corby has spoken. All right. Another one, Disney Channel Adventures, Smart Source Coupon Dispensers, or Razors? Not razors like the shaving things. Razors like the, the phone. Oh, I was like, well, razors yeah. have been around forever. <laughs> I'm going to go with the That's middle one. the 1920s. Smart source coupon dispensers? Yeah. No, they definitely exist. <laughs> that job. Razors, because we didn't have phones when we were like elementary school. Oh, yeah. The razors were probably we, like, what, 2003, 2005? We didn't have them era? in the 90s is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because we, they came right. yeah, shortly after. No, razors were like when I was in high school. And, you know, like, the, the cool kids always had, like, the hot pink razor phones. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the I don't have a popular. phone. I got my first phone in college. I had a because... knockoff razor. No, I had a good phone before that. I had to flip A phone. knockoff razor? Yeah. It was red, and it looked like a razor, but it wasn't called a razor. <laughs> What's it called? Like, straight edge. Shaving implement. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, next one. Juicy Tubes, Brain Quest, or KB Toys? Juicy, juicy tubes. tubes. Wait, are juicy tubes those like uh, the I've never even heard like of... lip gloss? Yeah, that's oh, from that, the nineties, isn't it? I don't like, even know what that was. That's no, what I guess from it. the two thousands. <gasps> oh yeah. So I was right. The next one: Ashanti, mm-hmm. Pringle carrying cases, mm-hmm. or bike spoke jewels. Ooh, 
Well, bike <gasps> wait, spoke wait, jewels, wait. I remember having. I was going to say, child. those are the things that you put on your bike spokes yeah, and they're like, I remember having those. Cute. We totally had those. Um, and the first one was a Shanti. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this is tough. Um, I'm going to go with a Shanti. Correct. Yes. <laughs> so wait, are you two out of four? Correct? Two out of four. Nice. All right. Tiebreaker. Last one. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Nokia phones, iPod classics, or Lunchables? iPod classics. Correct. Wait, wait a minute. When did iPod classics come out? Like middle 2000s, school. Oh my gosh. Okay, so unrelated. <laughs> I am the worst person ever at predicting what technology will catch on. I kid you not. When my like one of my cousins had an iPod Classic, I'm like, that is so lame. No one is ever gonna buy those. <laughs> I literally predicted that the iPod did not catch on. Is there a could I be more wrong about the future at all? Wrong. <laughs> once, wrong. Once again, I had a knockoff. Which was an MP3 player that was the size of a book. <laughs> like I kid you not, it was. I still have it back in my old apartment. But like, are you thinking of a cassette player? It, it was about the size of a cassette <laughs> player, but it was like an MP3, MP3 player. If, like it was huge. It's the size of a cassette player. Yeah, I'm really bad at predicting that. Um, I I'm gonna be like that. Elon Musk seems like a hack. Like, <laughs> <laughs> If you want to know what technology will catch on, ask me what I think is lame and will die soon. What do you think right now is lame <laughs> and will die soon? I definitely, okay, I definitely thought Twitch, you know, which is like a streaming, online streaming service. I was like, that's super lame. Twitch is huge. Like, people get so rich on Twitch and they, like, have a ton of followers and their regular shows that you can do. I thought it was like, ah, then no one's going to ever tune in. <laughs> so, yeah. So when it comes to talking about the 90s and nostalgia and our childhood, there's literally no one better at doing this than BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. So we need to take this quiz. What's the quiz called? Uh, which 90s romantic comedy leading man is your soulmate? Mm. You guys ready to find out? I want to find out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where would you rather live? And there are like six choices here. So uh, Paris, France, no. Chicago, L.A., Ridgefield, Connecticut, New York City, or London, England? London, England. Okay. London it is. What is your dream job? Veterinarian, actor, travel blogger, teacher, wedding caterer, or bookshop owner? Travel blogger. Okay. Although if I want to be Hugh Grant... I would be a bookshop. <laughs> are you going to throw this quiz no. because you love Hugh Grant? <laughs> then I would have said, of all the reasons no. to throw a BuzzFeed quiz. No, I a travel blogger for sure. Okay, which of these following romantic comedies is your favorite? I don't know any of these. Oh, no, Sleepless in Seattle is one I recognize. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called In and Out. Must Love Dogs. It has a picture mm-hmm. of John Cusack. Seen You've that. seen that? Okay. Uh, Sleepless in Seattle. I've seen that. About Time, 50 First Dates, yep. and Joe versus the Volcano. Wow, what? Okay. Um, I was a little bit of a sucker for 50 First Dates because of the Beach Boys song from Pet Sounds in it. The Wouldn't It Be Nice one. Yeah. So you're going to choose that, that one? This is a okay. weird combination of like, <laughs> rom-coms. 50 First Dates was amazing. I have not seen it. I've watched it 50 times. Ooh, and it was every time, like, the first remember, time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the first okay, what quality of these is most important in a partner? Sense of humor, loves animals, loves adventure, creativity, easygoing, or hardworking? Mm, loves adventure. 
Okay, the travel blogger who loves I'm adventure. I'm going to get Sam from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite 90s leading man. He's dreamy. I guess technically those were filmed in the 90s, mm-hmm. the very late 90s. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I did think Lord of the Rings was going to be a, a lasting hit, and I was right about that. It's the only thing I've been right about. With that one ring, you can rule all of me. <laughs> it's like, people are still going to like this in 20 years. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite mode of transportation? The subway? Walking? Rollerblading? Routemaster? Train or a plane? Plane. Plane. Because you're a travel blogger. Uh, what are you in the mood for? This is all practical answers now around yes. being a travel yeah. blogger. <laughs> I'm building my ideal self. Uh, what? Okay, so it says, what are you in the mood for? And then there's just a bunch of pictures of food. So I'm going to... Do my best to describe them. Are you yeah. ready? Mm-hmm. A little round cheesecake thing with berries on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. A Starbucks drink. Uh, a bunch of pieces of cake. Pecan pie. Okay. An abomination from the depths. No. Uh, <laughs> coffee and these little biscuit things. Or a wine and cheese platter. Wine and cheese platter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you rather go on a date? Dinner and a movie. Walk on the beach. Wine tasting party. Dive bar. House party with friends. Or book reading. Walk on the beach. Oh, that's so romantic. The beaches of London? But only if it's like sunset. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite kind of dog? There's a golden retriever, should I choose um, that? Okay. English Bulldog, Great Dane, Poodle, 80s Corgi, or a hot dog? <laughs> like an actual, it's a food golden item. Retriever. Okay. <laughs> I tried to streamline it for you. You don't trust me. <laughs> Uh, what word best describes your personal style? I think that Corby should answer this one for All you. All right, that sounds good. Because it's more honest if it's coming, you know, mm-hmm. you, it's hard Absolutely. to observe yourself. <laughs> uh, glamorous, casual but feminine. <laughs> this is obviously very not geared to it. Okay. Tomboyish, super casual, vintage, or whatever's clean. <laughs> I'm leaning towards the last answer, but I'm also thinking the casual, like super casual. There's super casual and casual but feminine. Let's go with, well, because casual makes me think of sweatpants now. So yeah. let's go with the last one. Is that rude? You whore. <laughs> <laughs> we tell the truth on this podcast. No, that's actually very accurate. Whatever's clean, I wear. Okay, what book do you want to read? Simone de Beauvoir's Letters to Sartre, uh, Roald Dahl's Boy Tales of Childhood, Lonely Planet's The Travel Book, Susan Jeffers' Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway, and, wait, Chris Cochran's The DIY Bride. And Susan Van Allen's 100 Places in Italy Every Woman Should Go. I'm going to go with Roald Dahl. Classic. That's a good one. Yeah. You got Joe from You've Got Mail. Nothing beats ambition in a man, except maybe a biting sense of humor. No. He's a national treasure. Wilson. How dare you? (laughs) I would rather be in love with Wilson. I just want you to know. Wait, hold on. Do you have something against Tom uh, Hanks? I mean, he I keeps getting in airplane crashes for one. <laughs> like, I would never see him again. We still talking about Tom Hanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Didn't he save all those people in that one riveting movie, Sully? He has oh. been in like a hundred, hundreds of movies, so we could be Actually, like, Actually, 97 he... movies. Oh, wow. Be like, didn't he use a fishing pole to defeat a terrorist? And it would be true because Tom Hanks has been in so many movies. That movie with the Somalian pirates, he probably used the fishing pole. Captain (laughs) (laughs) Captain Phillips. Oh my gosh. Is he on a kick now where he's playing famous captains? Because Captain Phillips and then like Captain Sully from Sully. Yeah. What is he going to be next? So we now have some 
questions pertaining to childhood things from our very real listeners. Hi, guys. Hi, George W. Bush. And they are going to be asking for your advice. And as a childhood expert, you're going to be answering them. Okay, Chris? Okay. Okay. This first one um, comes from someone in Washington State. And she says, I grew up in a house where certain words and phrases were banned. We weren't allowed to say awesome, toilet, we had to use like restroom or powder room, and fart, we had to say toot. (laughs) I am getting married and my fiance and I are talking about how we want to raise our kids. I wanted to keep the tradition I grew up with and ban those words, but my fiance disagrees. It's becoming a real sticking point here. What do I do? And that's from Totally Not Awesome in Washington State. Okay, well, first of all, awesome, I think, is overly, like, just used too much. So I'm, I'm on board about that one. Because if you think about awesome, like, what it means, it's, like, full of awe. Like, and that's just a beautiful thing. You know, it's, like, something you'd save if, like, Hercules came down from the heavens. Um, <laughs> or Tom Hanks saved a bunch of people on flats. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> um, but I think the only answer here is to break up. Call off the wedding. It seems like a deal breaker for you. And honestly... To call off the wedding, you should leave a note that says, you're the opposite of an awesome toilet. I fart in your general direction. <laughs> yeah. Dude. No. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Sticking to it. So this one comes from Catless in New York. When I was growing up, I really wanted a cat. My parents told me that they would love to give me a cat, but all of us were allergic to the point of needing an EpiPen. I made my peace with it, but I recently left for college and visited home for Christmas. While I was home, my parents introduced me to their brand new kitten. I feel so betrayed. When I confronted them, they admitted that none of us are allergic to cats. They just didn't <laughs> just didn't want to have to take care of a cat while Murder I was young. Man. <laughs> well, the questions are, can I forgive them? <laughs> What do I do now? No, yeah, I didn't say that. I swear I didn't say murder them. <laughs> that was some other demon from my childhood. Uh, Tom um, Hanks said that. You know, I think you can forgive them because sometimes when you're a parent and you're already taking care of that, like, many children, because you said, what, how many siblings? She didn't say. Didn't but if she's an only okay. child and she was so bad that the parents were like, no, we can't have any other living creature in but our house. But it's not like she had siblings. So, okay, if you're taking care of, like, kids, it's a lot to add cats onto that because, especially if you have young kids, right, they're not going to be able to know how to take care of another animal. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, you're an animal. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you forgive them, move on, steal the cat, and bring it home with you. <laughs> Until she finds out she actually was allergic. Her parents were heroically protecting her this whole time. And, and they knew she was going to want her. it. It's the perfect murder. They murdered her via her stealing the cat that she always yeah, wanted. The perfect crime. The perfect crime. Have a question? Suggestion for a topic? Or maybe you just need some mildly awkward advice? Shoot us an email at mildlyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Have you been looking for a movie that captures your mind, your body, and your imagination? Well, look no further, because we have the movie for you. In a world of superheroes fighting other superheroes, one heroic ship will try to fight an iceberg. (laughs) That's why I haven't seen this movie. (laughs) And though tragedy strikes the penguin call, Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. And that's how he became a crusader for world 
global warming initiatives. History repeats itself. Titanic. In a world where only <laughs> one woman remembers. It's been 84 years. <laughs> Titanic. I'll never let go, Jack. <laughs> oh, isn't that that Celine Dion song? She still like performs in Vegas and she's, she's probably could literally sew clothing out of money at this point. I'm just envisioning a generic like cold play sort of, you know. <laughs> With Titanic. <laughs> right. And I'm like running across okay, the show. So if Titanic was made nowadays, if they did a remake and they needed to have like a different or someone cover the Celine Dion song. Who do you think would be the best person to cover that for a remake of Titanic? Adele. Yeah. Adele. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> Wait, Beyonce. We're just naming powerhouses. <laughs> Miley Cyrus. That would Nickel be disturbing. Back. Oh my gosh. Cold play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just want George W. Like, Bush to cover to cover. My heart will go on. In the remake where the Titanic fights the iceberg. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Mildly Awkward Podcast. I have been your co-host, Corby. I have been your co-host, Maddie. And I have been your sound producer, Chris. We appreciate your support. Please follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook at Mildly Awkward Podcast. Special thanks to our sponsor, Acacia Counseling and Wellness, for your peace of mind. Find them online at AcaciaCW.com. That's A-C-A-C-I-A-C-W.com. Podbean. (laughs) Podbean.